Wednesday, February 1st, 2017. Welcome back, Ash Holes. It's time to get lit because we are now live on Facebook, YouTube, uh, everywhere, really. Live at the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios. Here we are. And this is episode 12. Guys, I'd like to welcome you back. How's everyone doing? Good. Great. I guess everyone's weekend been back. Oh, you got this, Dan. Yeah. Well, good to just good to be back. Another another week in sunny Salem. Yeah, it's not and, bad. It's no. not bad. We got some echoing just, going on, and yeah. uh, that's got to get taken care of. I think Dan's phone is actually uh, playing us while we're being live right now. Somehow, I don't know how it's happening, but it is. Okay. But uh, yeah, okay. Turn I all think volumes. We're good. Up. Volumes are down. There we go. Okay. Excellent. Right. So. Oh man, that hey, was a twelve rough episodes. Start. Now we got it. Now man. we got it down. Yeah, we got it down. No, it only Let me takes tell us. You. And uh, as I mentioned, we are live at the Serena Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. It was a little rough start to the beginning of the show. The camera wasn't working. The website was uh, getting a little iffy on me. But uh, we're here and we're, we're good. good. Now. We're good, and we do have uh, the Ash Hole of the Week to bring up later on, and we also have some more viewer mail to talk about. So nice. be sure you stay nice. tuned. While we talk about all of that stuff going on, but uh, this is going to be episode number twelve. We are mm-hmm. well into the double digits. So, how has everyone's week been? So far, so good. Yeah, I mean, my week's been. We're, good. we're halfway through, but I can't complain. I don't no. complain too often either. There's there's no complaining on so this I, show. I, I, I just yeah. get tired of people complaining, and then I don't want to be the guy complaining on top of that. Mm. There's enough problems. Well, in the world, sometimes you get those people <laughs> that that's that's what they do for a pastime is they complain, is they complain. a little bit, and they complain, and that actually ties into uh, the actual of the week, which will be coming up later on. I had a I had a rather disturbing experience uh, at a uh, at a local store earlier this week. That is uh, something to be talked about. I had a disturbing experience in the bathroom just now. I heard, yeah, I heard. We could hear the lights you. all the way from on here. You. Yeah, the lights went out. It's a timer. How much so time do I have? Like 15 minutes, 15 right? minutes. Yeah. yeah you well, I'm, I'm not that guy, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like to rush things anyway because I don't want to blow anything out. You know, as, as you get older, you know, you don't want to hurt yourself. You, you know what? And with a, the sad thing is that, you know, you didn't call for – we all have these phones now that have lights on. Oh, I didn't so call if for the, help. If the, lights, if the lights go out, oh, I got my phone. I can see, you know, turn on the light, <laughs> you know, flash it around, play Candy Crush, whatever. I don't play You're Candy Crush. I, I play, don't, li- don't lie. I play, don't lie to Pastor Padron. I play no games. I play no <laughs> games on my cell phone. That is for <laughs> professional use only. I'm not even kidding. I do not hit in my uh, – and I, I know a guy who's almost 50 years old, and he plays um, uh, what, Clash of the Clans hmm. constantly. That's, that's yeah, like no, his favorite thing to do. I, yeah, I don't understand that. I don't understand how people can play hours and hours and hours on their phone. No. Let me, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> I have run in t- – I'm kind of a movie guy. You guys are movie guys, right? Yes. Yes. Right? I have run into two people this week, and both of which who listen to this show, who have never seen The Princess Bride. Oh, man. You know. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. How can you not see The Princess Bride? It's one of those movies that it's like, but it's that's, been- that's, that's gotta, it's gotta, there's, there's very few movies that I think everybody needs to see. It's, it's, been, it's, it's one of those super quotable movies. How can you not see The Princess Bride? I think, that, I think that's a sin. Now, look, I may or may not be one of those people that <laughs> if has, you haven't seen, has the Princess seen Bride, that movie or not. Um, so if you could refresh my memory. Oh, my gosh. That, that, that just screams of someone who hasn't seen it. Well, look, I've seen a lot of movies. I've, I've, Doesn't I've matter. really oh, seen a lot of movies, no. and I'm just curious. Hello. I'm my just, name is Indigo Montoya. No, Inigo. You kill my father. Prepare to die. Okay, I have not seen that movie. Though. Andre that the Giant. That makes three. Andre the Giant. That was in it? makes three. That's inconceivable what that you've seen wrong, it. Yeah. And I'm you can sorry. keep using that word because I do think it means what you think it means. <laughs> but th- that, that's just It's bizarre. a classic. Here's the problem with Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. People look at that as a love story and they don't want to be caught up in sitting for an hour and a half watching some... Well, it's like Fred Savage in the beginning. Right, He's right, like, right. Is this another kissing book? Is this book? a kissing book? Classic. But Are it's not. It's a, com- it's a comedy and a love story. But I, right. I like to put it more in the comedy. It is more comedy. Genre. Yeah. yeah. So that I don't 
think I'm sitting down watching The Notebook or something. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which I have seen a couple times, unfortunately. You've Jesus. seen The Notebook. I've but seen you The Notebook. have not seen The Princess Bride. Does that, su- does that surprise you at all? Not really. It's just it's more disappointing. Coming from the Pillow King of New Hampshire. It just more confirms whoa, 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 the, whole, whoa. the whole green egg thing, you know? Green egg. Oh, my God. You guys are absolutely absurd today. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this. You're totally trashing on me right now, being real ass. I'm sorry. I'm, hey, what can you do? You haven't seen a Princess Bride. I know. What are you I doing know. in that seat? Uh, red box it. I'll red box it. No, I don't, I, think, it, I don't think it's there. Well, it might Netflix. be on Netflix. Yeah, it is download. totally worth seeing. It's, see it. Okay. Totally I'll worth take, seeing. I'll yep. take your word for it. Uh, mm-hmm. But we do have a cigar that we're smoking today. We do? We do. Oh, is Oliver. it this? It oh, is today. This. Oliver, why don't you tell us about this cigar? Today we are smoking the Fratello. Um for telling. We're smoking the That it, was I okay. I bet my life on it. <laughs> no, we we're, we're smoking the uh Fertello. So for, uh for put out by uh Omar de, de Frias. Um he put out the Fratello line. It launched in 2016 or t- sorry, 2013. Uh but today we are actually smoking um this is his classic line. It has a Nicaraguan Habano seed wrapper, uh Ecuadorian Sumatra binder with a little bit of Nicaraguan and Peruvian uh, filler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a great stick, and the story behind Omar just kind of makes you want to get behind the line, too. Because this is, this is a man who was a professional basketball player, born in the Dominican. Um, he worked for NASA. Mm. Has an MBA from right. Puerto Rico. Very intelligent man. Haven't spoken to him, so maybe it's not. But if he gets a degree <laughs> and works for NASA, yeah. he's got to be if pretty smart. If he works smart, for NASA, he's right? probably, probably smart. Although NASA, <laughs> on a side note, NASA, uh, they came out with a space pen, right? Yeah. And the uh, little the, story, right, the story behind the, the space pen spent millions of dollars developing a pen that could write, write in space, in space right. on any, any, any type of material. Uh, if, it's, if it's wet, if it's got grease, anything. Upside down. Yep. And the Russians just used a pencil. <laughs> the, right. right. Okay. There, there goes the tax They're dollars. Let's spend. We got to. We got to find a utensil. Stupid Americans. Right. Stupid Americans. Just use a pencil. So, but uh, yeah, but but Omar just a great guy, and and this is this is the type of passion that he has behind his line. He left his position at NASA. When mm. I read about that, I was like, oh my god! Right. I can't believe he made that jump. Because, I mean, you got to be, I, and I'm not, I, I'm just saying, you got to probably be living pretty comfortable working at NASA because they hire some top-notch talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to give that all up and pursue your dream in cigars, that is one hell of a jump. Right. And that is a guy with passion for what he does. Well, even just, even just, I mean, money aside, I mean, to say, you know, what do you do for a living? Oh, I work at NASA. Right. I work for NASA. What do you do? I make cigars. Right. Oh, dude! You know, I, I would it's work at such NASA. a jump. I, I'd work at NASA just to tell people, yeah, I work at NASA. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's like, yeah, like yeah. bragging rights, you know. <laughs> but I mean, he uh, he, and like you said, he is a very smart guy. I've met him once, and not only is he smart, but he is massive. He is <laughs> he is a he, he towers <laughs> over me. Yeah. He towers and over me. Si- by, what do you mean? I, you I'm mean six, height. I am you six foot height. three. You're six, okay. I'm six foot three. He has a good six or seven inches on on me, and that like I look, I don't look up to many people. I looked up to him, and I was like, wow. Um, and I I almost asked him if he played basketball, but I used to work with a kid who was seven feet tall, mm-hmm. and he hated when people asked him if he played basketball because he would mm-hmm. hear it all the time, right? Yeah. And and he never did, mm-hmm. and people just continuously asking him over the course of. However long he finally just broke and said, "Yeah, I played center." <laughs> he just he, he just, just gave it. in. Just gave started. In. Just started saying when, that. When now. you're that tall, it's just something you need to do. Yeah, because at seven feet, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from somebody that's seven feet and athletic, but at seven feet, you stand under the basket, you just put your arms up and like Manu Bull. You're right. Duncan. They right. found right. Uh, Mark Eaton for the Utah Jazz yep. a while back. He was a car mechanic. Mm-hmm. And this guy you know, brings his car in, and there's this seven-footer massive guy coming out. <laughs> Sign him up. Oh yeah. I mean, I used to play basketball. I was not good because no. uh, at, at that period in time, I was the short, fat kid on the team, Yeah, believe it or not. Now I'm the tall, fat kid. And mm. there was this one game where I was playing, and it, it was uh, uh, just a small town. So it was, you know, kids all in the same class on different teams, and yeah. they're – competing against each other mm-hmm. and it was the last game of the season and I had yet to score a basket 
And I, I said to myself that morning, I'm like, Derek, you are going to score. You are going to put that ball in the hoop today. So miraculously, the ball was passed to me. I was right under the hoop. So I turn around Clank. and I put it up and I felt something hit my elbow. And I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Put it up. Ball goes in. And I clapped my hands and I jumped in the air and I turned around and there's this kid on the ground with a bloody nose. I had nailed this kid in the face with my elbow when I put that ball Prison up. bowl. Love it. And he was cry- it was the it was so so must, terrible. But I still horrible. celebrated because you still celebrate. Oh yeah, of course. Nice. Of course. And he still remembers that. I'm I ran sure into he him. Does. I ran into him <laughs> last year. I'm like, "Hey, you remember when I elbowed you in the face?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll never forget that." <laughs> I said I'm sorry. It's a red badge of courage. That's nice of yeah, you to say you're sorry. Is. Yeah, absolutely. But what are we picking no. up from this? So, well, initially, initially for me, when I when I let it up, I get, I get a ton of again, just a ton of flavor in that first mm-hmm. quarter. Um, lots of, but I don't want to say over overly spiced, but a neutral spice, but very pleasing on the on the palate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of pepper notes and, and some cedar. Mm-hmm. I'm right, picking up right a lot of cedar bat. on this. Yeah. Yep. But very uh, so. But also on the on the Fratello, just to to say, there are four in this in this line. There are four sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Fratello line also has the Bianca, uh, mm-hmm. Bianco, and then the um, they just came out with the Oro. Right. Line. Yep. A little milder on the on the Oro. That's but, Can- uh, that's Ecuadorian Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, this one has a lot of body, great flavor. Um, I've had a few, and they've been consistent, and that is just something I look for when I. I not only want a cigar, but I'm looking to purchase a box, put this in my humidor. I want to make sure that they are consistent. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and they are great construction. Um, I think the, for me, when I'm looking at the leaf, it doesn't have a lot of you know, oily shine to it. But, um, you know, the, the veins aren't there. It is, it is almost seamless. It's, it's great construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, not soft on the, on the touch. Uh, just a great, uh, great overall cigar. Yeah, it definitely has a, a firmer pack than a lot of yeah. cigars out yeah, there, yeah. but that uh, that's not hindering the construction one or bit. The, or the draw. Not at the all. Draw. No, lots the draw of, is lots near of smoke. perfect to me, yeah. yeah. Lots of, it's a very sweet, cedary, peppery uh, cigar, and it's got this very sweet, cedary finish to it, to me. It does. It's kind of an oily I like finish. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like it. See, I'm picking up like almost um, kind of like a roasted coconut taste at the very back end. And I've been saying that ever since ever since that I, I started smoking these when they came out. I've, I've smoked the Corona more times than not. Um, I love this cigar. Uh, but that was the one thing that I always thought of roasted when I was smoking. Ro- yeah, like roasted sweetened coconut that you can buy at the store. Um, and it, it, every time I smoke one of these, I just pick, I just it, it brings me off into a, in a place where I feel like I'm on a beach and I'm watching the waves crash against the sand. It just reminds me of summertime for some reason. I don't know, but I'm. I get the whole coconut. I get the whole summertime thing. This would be a great cigar for a barbecue or something like that. But I'm not picking up I'm not picking up coconut. I'm not getting the coconut, and I'll go in between fall and summer. Fall, okay. just not so not spring. too yeah. Maybe maybe an evening barbecue as mm-hmm. the sun's about to set. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I could smoke this on the beach on a warm day. I have. It's very relaxing. <laughs> is it? Yes. <laughs> it seems. I mean, it's a cigar that that is very relaxing anyway. So I, yeah, I, maybe yeah. maybe it is. But I, I, yeah, I'm getting some. Just it's a very warm mm-hmm. cigar, comforting. So I get the barbecue. Um, you know, maybe maybe some fall just in the right. colder weather. I mean, weather. this would go great with like a, a yeah. great hamburger that because you just it, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. A medium to full, yeah, full-bodied yep. cigar. I'll I'll disagree with you on that. Not I, I'm medium. Gonna, I'm, no, 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 no. I, it's not full. I'm oh. going to say this is staying medium. Starts medium. Starts medium. Starts medium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I think it might inch its way into a fuller-bodied realm, but I think it hangs out closer to the middle. Right. But that, that, I can see where you could have been confused where I said medium to full. Yeah. Yep. I thought you said that was sarcasm. I was laying yeah. it out pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, the Fratello. So Fratello boxes of twenty, um, about the eight to ten dollar range. Uh, again, depending on your state, depending on taxes. But eight to ten dollar range, great price point, uh, yeah. great cigar. Fratello is uh, actually was a nickname given to Omar in in college. Really? Yeah. Where did that come from? Did he ever Fratello? Uh, where it specifically came from? Well, Fratello is is kind of that would be kind of a 
by know, calling you short stack. I, right. I would have no idea what, what the heck that means. Well, you're not going to call him short stack. No, no. He'll pound you. I mean, we get why we hands. call Derek the green egg, but Fratello, where does that For, come from? Fratello. When your name is Omar, where, is where does that brother, come from? It, it was like brotherhood. It, it's Italian. Brother. It's Italian for brother. Brother. Okay. That's that's Google says right here. That is the direct <laughs> directly translated to brother from it's on Italian. the internet. So it must be true. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Google. You know. <laughs> Otherwise, Google. we'd be lost. We'd be lost. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoy these cigars, mm. and like Oliver was saying, they are available in four different sizes. Uh, Fratello, regular one here that we're smoking, medium, and we'll see. We will see. How this goes. <laughs> if it goes to the – starts to go to the fuller body yes. side. Mm-hmm. But, yep. Uh, no, very very smooth, but, again, lots of lots of cedar, lots of pepper. Mm-hmm. Great, mm-hmm. great stick. And uh, so now we uh, we do smoke a lot during the week. Yes. What else has been going on? Yeah. You know, last night I had one of those uh, brand-new uh, Davidoff uh, Series 702s. You bastard. And uh, <laughs> guess yes, what I smoked? Yes, I did. And 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 I had the uh, the specialty size of that. Okay. And it was really really nice. It was a great, you know, medium bodied, uh, smooth, spicy, creamy, wonderful smoke. It was very good. That that was a, a very interesting cigar that I that I had as well. I'll I'll pick something else because you totally stole my idea. <laughs> <laughs> stole but, your um, cigar. Now the cool thing about that cigar uh, is specifically the wrapper, the wrapper, which the wrapper is a combination. It's a it's a hybrid of two Cuban seeds that mm-hmm. were grown into a plant, and then the seeds from that plant were then spliced with another Cuban seed. So mm-hmm. this went through technically three different splicing right. procedures. Um, and that gives you the 702 leaf, which is grown in Ecuador, and right. it is a medium brown uh, color, yep. and it offers a kind of uh, richer taste, tasting Davidoff than what you're used to. I get kind of like a saltiness. Yeah, there was definitely pepper. a saltiness to it, kind of a yeah, salty and caramel, some black pepper, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that that leaf is grown specifically for them. You can't. You can't get it on no, any other No, that's an exclusive. And with those, with those 702 series, my understanding, talking uh, with uh, the rep about it, was that uh, they, you know, it, it's in seven sizes. And they are the, the, the internal, you know, the, the wrapper, and, I mean, the, the filler and binder of the cigars, like the specialty, mm-hmm. is exactly the same as the regular one. What changes the wrapper? The and the wrapper changes everything. And this is the cigars. second iteration of this cigar right. because the first one came out in 2009. Right. And people went nuts over it. And then it was gone. Mm. Uh, you were lucky if you could find them sitting on a shelf. Realistically, yeah. if you knew the right people to talk to, you could get them. Uh, you might still be able to right. if you really know the right people to talk to because they turned into a collector's item very right. quickly. Um, and I think that's how that these are going to be, too, uh, with the second release because it is very good. I had mm. smoked an original. Now, my notch. understanding talking to them was this is a permanent thing. Well, no. we'll see. We'll see. But having smoked the original one that came out in 2009, how would you compare the two? Uh, I would say that they were similar. I think the first ones that came out had a slight more bit of body to it than mm-hmm. the new ones did. Um, old one was excellent, and this is just ju- – it's, it's right there. It's yeah. right there. They're very, very similar, if not the same. Right, right. See, I thought, I thought 2009 was a little bit better. This one mm-hmm. – I, I only had one, so not a full – I don't, I don't yeah, like smoking yeah. one and then saying, I don't like it or I love it. Mm-hmm. But the one I had, I didn't feel it was as balanced in, in the flavor. What I size just, did you have? It was about a Corona size. Uh, the 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the 2000. Yeah, I smoked the 2000 and I smoked the Special T. I liked the 2000 far better than the Special T. You like uh, the 2000 better? I like the 2000 better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know me, I like a smaller cigar anyway and i think that one had (laughs) packed in more flavor than the special tea special tea started off kind of in the airy zone of flavor uh and then as that tapered down it It did get better it did get stronger yeah Yeah. but the 2000 started off strong right off the bat Mm -hmm. Hmm. so i went with something completely different 
um, from what you guys smoked. Thank yeah. God, because that would have yeah. been weird. But uh, <laughs> I smoked a hammer and sickle um, Salomon. Ooh. What did you Limited, think of that? I loved it. Yeah. It was fantastic. The tradition I mean, series. Creamy, yep. buttery, tons of smoke. Um, it's got a Connecticut shade wrapper, Dominican um, filler binder. It's a, it's a big cigar. And for that, yeah. that size and um, just, just coming from Hammer and Sickle, I thought the construction was great from start to finish. It was a phenomenal cigar. Mm. Um, great, just, just great buttery, cedary notes. It was, it was very mellow. But had some great flavor. The retro hill was phenomenal. That's awesome. Nice. And then besides the seven oh two, I wound up smoking a Tatuai Black Label Corona Gorda, which is out of Nicaragua, made my father a cigar factory, mm-hmm. uh, blended by Pete Johnson. And uh, that's that's a cigar that's been in, it's been out, it's been in, it's been out. Mm-hmm. It has been all over the board, uh, availability wise. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes re- a little in and out's good. <laughs> yeah. Well that's how babies uh-huh happen which is uh it's always good um wow wow what happened wow short that went off the track (laughs) what happened what happened green egg all right so let's talk about the spotlight of the week oh what (laughs) i just spit on your computer oh thank you so much (laughs) you're gonna wreck everything that's that's all right uh spotlight of the week so and our our pick of the week Mm -hmm. um today i think maybe because i am a masshole as on top of being an asshole, <laughs> excited about the Patriots, yeah, and the Falcons Super Bowl. Uh, I picked uh, a gentleman that has a cover for his cutter, mm-hmm. has the Patriots logo on it, the old retro Patriots logo Ooh, on it, the old uh, one, but yeah. some great shots. And he's at on Instagram. He's at C as in Charlie mm-hmm. C two Doc C D O C Smoke. So C two Doc Smoke. Um, great pictures, but. Picked them because we were searching the hashtag the yep. Ashles. Yep. And he took some. Uh, it took some great shots. So we want to give him uh, a thank you for for tagging us and uh, and, and nice. definitely go He's, check him out. He yeah. He does take great picks. Yeah. I follow him too. Yeah. yeah. Good guy. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. So definitely go mm-hmm. uh, go check him out. And then we'll see. Uh, you know, again, being the Patriots fan and, and seeing that that kind of popped right out. So I was like, all Fantastic. right. Fantastic. Yeah. No. Uh, it's going to be an exciting game, actually. Who do yeah. you think is going to pull out? <laughs> there. There you go. Again, the pull yep. out, the in and out. In and out. Um, <laughs> so, so you see the, where I'm going. Uh, yeah, I see where you're going. <laughs> I, um, I, I, the Patriots. The you, have Patriots. To go, you have to go to the Patriots. Yeah. To go to the I think Patriots. it's going to be a close game. And you looked at the two championship games, which were blowouts. Mm-hmm. So you have two teams that are, are just dying to, you know, not necessarily prove themselves. I know, I know mm-hmm. um, you know, Matt Ryan wants to, to get a ring. Um, yeah. But. I just think the Patriots are, gonna, are just too strong. But Tom Brady wants the pinky ring. Yeah, he does. That's yeah. what he wants. Yeah. And I and hope he needs to do it just to get at Goodell. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I just can't wait to get at Goodell. Oh, I hope it happens because mm-hmm. I just want to see the look on his face. When he hands him that trophy. Yep. I want to yep. see that, too. I think all, everybody in Patriots Nation wants to see that. Yeah. I wonder if there's a line on that. There's got to be. Like, Vegas puts out all these uh, you know, little side bets. Mm-hmm. That you can bet on, you know, how long the national anthem will go. Um, there's got to be something on there with Brady Goodell. There has, there has to be has some. To be. There has to be some bet. We got to look that up. Yeah, we but those those are will. those are always interesting. Mm. But um, but yeah, no, that should be a that should be a great game. And then for me, I'll be out. Uh, I'll be leaving Monday to Houston. Oh, really? So yeah. I'll be landing in Houston right at about uh, right at about noon. Okay. And uh, so we'll see who's at the airport. Are you going to try and then. crash the game, sneak in through the gates? Well, that would be Sunday. That would be Sunday. Yeah, so yeah. keep you there a little and bit the late. Sunday. A little bit late, Green Eggs. So we could check Google, but I'm pretty sure Sunday still comes before Monday. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, I mix up my days sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, blend. Oh. they blend together. When, when you work as hard as we do, the days blend together. Yeah. Well, nothing. That's a great save, man. That was awesome. You know what they Thanks, say? Buddy. Nothing. Appreciate nothing that. screws up your Friday like realizing it's Tuesday. And that, <laughs> that happens very often, very often. But uh, we are going to go ahead and we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about the Ashhole of the week, and mm-hmm. we do have some more viewer mail to viewer read. Mail. And you are listening to us live from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, mm-hmm. New Hampshire. It is Ash Wednesday, February 1st. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back.
In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serena. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-age Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. 
Sophisticated. Byron. And we are back, coming to you live from like the Sereno Royale <laughs> Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. You are listening to the Ashholes Unfiltered Live Radio Podcast. And we are on uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. Be sure mm-hmm. to check us out on theashholes.net, where you can find all of the shows and listen to them as many times as you like. I listen to them all the time, and you should too. <laughs> but we we are back, and we are in business. We are smoking the Fratello by Omar De Frias, and I lost my little uh, my styrofoam thingy on my microphone, so I'm gonna have to find that it's after a foam, the show. More of yeah. a foam thing. Pop filter. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Pop, Pop filter. Yeah, we're smoking the Fratello Corona. Mm-hmm. Corona. Um, five and a half by forty six. Uh, great stick. I'm getting. Uh, I'm, I'm doing a lot of lot of retro with this one. Mm. A lot of retro hail, and I'm 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 loving it. There's not not a lot of spice on the uh, on the retro hail, but just a ton of wood. Yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah, I was gonna say this is not a hard cigar to retro hail. No, it's very pleasant. It's uh, it's just uh, a nice, easy going smoke. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. It reminds me of a fireplace. Retro hail, that kind of smell. You know, a good fireplace or outside. So, if this cigar were one of us, who would it be? What if God was one of us? <laughs> I, would say, I would say it was Derek. Uh, why, why do you say Just that? Just smooth, easygoing. Smooth, That's easygoing. Right. Cool, calm, good, collected slow, in good, the slow, face slow, of a hurricane. <laughs> Not a lot of depth. No. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. We're, we're, we're going a little too hard well, see, on me I, I had to bring you up a little bit, and then I, I know. had to check. <laughs> yeah, you just totally brought me down. I was like, wow, that is so nice of him to say, and oh, you shot me. You shot me. But uh, Oh, my gosh. No, but the, the retro, I mean, am, am I wrong on that? Is no, that you're totally phenomenal? right. You're totally right. Love it. Totally easygoing cigar, and I'm digging it. So mm. far, it's still in the medium body, solid medium oh, yeah. body for yep. me. I'd say it's medium. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't think it's getting close to the medium full mark yet, but we still have a little while left to go, about a half hour left in the show. But we do have an Ash Oil of the Week, and this is a little personal experience of mine that I had earlier uh, on on Saturday night. And Saturday uh, night. yeah, it was uh, it was rather interesting. S a t u r d a y night. So I was sitting, well, I wasn't sitting. I was walking around uh, a, a rather popular box store around, uh, around the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. it was me and my girlfriend, and we were walking Ooh. around the store, and we're getting stuff. We're picking some things out yep. that we need for the apartment. No more pillows. And um, <laughs> we're, we're getting in line. line. No more pillows. No more, well, they're <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're in line, and there's, uh, there's one cashier. Mm-hmm. Because it's late, they're almost closing. So there's one cashier, and the rest of the people they're off cleaning or getting ready to go, whatever. Um, and there was this one woman who was in front of us, and um, she had a rather large bag of things with her that uh, obviously she was looking to return. And uh, so she's going one by one, putting the things up on the counter. The cashier scanning them through for the return, and I'm right. just going, "Oh God, hurry up, please!" In my head. Mm-hmm. And so we're standing there and, you know, we're being patient. And then um, I'm curious as to see what she's returning. She's returning some Tupperware and she's re- returning some dishes, uh, which is, you know, normal, normal things. And then she she pulls something out of the bag that kind of caught my attention. Uh, it, it was a it was a pair of underwear. Now, which now that that that, that in itself, <laughs> that in itself, no, 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 not like that. Believe me, not like that. But so she pulls out this pair of underwear from this big white bag yeah. and she plops them down on the counter and I'm thinking, okay, all right, I don't see people returning underwear that often, but I'm sure it's fine. I'm bad, but the tags on it, whatever. Yeah, you got it. There, there, no tag on it, mm. no tag on it. And, um, the, I'm watching the cashier. I'm, I'm looking mm. at her face and her face just got this confused look and I'm thinking there's something wrong. There's something real wrong going here. South quick. And, um, the, the cashier goes, um, Ma'am, I can't return these. And the woman goes, "Well, why not?" She goes, well, "They're used." Who? Oh. What? So the the cashier gets on the phone and calls the manager up because this is about to turn into something that it shouldn't. 
So the manager comes up and she gets behind the counter and she goes, oh, what can I, what can I help you with? And the woman grabs the panties and she puts them down on the counter again. I want to return these. I want my money back for them. And, and the manager looks at the woman and goes, ma'am, these are, uh, these are used underwear. We, uh, we can't accept that. This woman loses it. She starts freaking out. I can't believe this. Uh, th- this, that, the other thing, and the, and the blah, 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 freaking out. And the manager says, you can even tell they've been washed. And she goes, then what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was hearing. So this woman continues to have her fuming fit at the register. And, and now, keep in mind, we're still waiting, and we're waiting in line patiently. And now, now we're entertained, so I'm totally fine waiting behind uh, the woman to, mm-hmm. to finish that transaction. And um, so the whole thing comes to an abrupt end when the woman asks why she can't return the used underwear for the fifth time. And the manager says, because it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> she, I am going to go ahead and name the woman who was returning the used underwear the asshole of the week, and I gave that manager a high five on the way out. Nice. End of story. End of story. Couple problems with that. Tell me. She well, at some point her life went in the wrong direction, and her thought process is out the window. Yeah. A little skewed. But do you realize how much money she could have made if she put those used panties online? <laughs> <laughs> like some. There is a market. There's for a market that, isn't for there? that. She could have made ten times what she paid for it. Oh, easily, yeah. easily. There's some people out there that love to collect used um, undergarments. In fact, one of our, one of our listeners, I know uh, this guy Mooch, would definitely pay at <laughs> least fifty dollars for that. Mooch, 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 Mooch. He's oh. Mooch, Philadelphia. Oh, a Philadelphia. He's, he's on there right now. He would definitely buy those. You put those on eBay. There might even be a battle. Really? Yeah, you could. You a could bidding raise battle. Yeah, yeah, you could raise it. That's awesome. Uh, and now, does now do people do that for men's underwear? Because I got some stuff at home that's just sitting there, you know, collecting I dust. In in, uh, I think I don't want to say China. Point, we should move on to the viewer. Mail. But in China, but in China, I don't want to say China. I don't want to say anything bad about, underwear about uh, China. And if it's not China, I apologize. But it is an Asian uh, country. Is it Japan? There were vending, maybe Japan. There are vending machines for used underwear. Is it Japan? Figures, figures. Aaron would know. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron knows. Aaron, you a traveler? I use that site all the time. I want to. I want to check. I want to check his bank bank statement. <laughs> Let's see. Apple, iTunes. Okay. Yeah. Amazon. Oh, okay. Used uh, Japanese used store dot com. Yeah. Okay. So we. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that that was a very interesting. Uh, that is a very th- interesting. Story. I don't even I, know. What do you do I, with that? How do you? Like I, I, I know. know. I know people where. Especially on the on the female side of of the things, human race, they'll yeah. wear. Yeah, <laughs> they will wear a dress. Yeah, keep the tag on or a shirt or blouse something. Keep yeah. the tag on and then return it. Yeah, yeah. Underwear, swimming suits, even socks. Mm. See, I buy something and I I keep it. Right, I keep it. I don't even like to go back to if I have to return something. Right. I don't right. like to go back to the store to return it. No. I just feel I kind of that. bad about it. I yeah. don't at all. No. I don't feel bad returning it, but I wouldn't wear something no. and then return it. Right. No, that's just kind of cheap. I just feel I mean, you're, that's you know that's I've why walked, they have fitting rooms. I've walked store. out of a store and realized they didn't ring me up for something because it just registers like, wait a second, they didn't charge me for this. I'll walk back into the store and let them know, and then they charge me for it. You so are I would feel I would feel bad <laughs> wearing something and then, and then re- returning it. Can you do that with wedding dresses? I don't think you can. Because oh. those are like thousands of dollars. Yeah, no, you don't do that. You, you, you don't. You do just. That. You, you don't. just don't do it. You don't do that. Uh, anyway, how? Um, uh, I don't even know. I don't know. That was just. You such, how's, how's your Fratello? Uh, it's fantastic, and that's the that's the only thing that's keeping me sane right now. Because I'm going back to that experience. And it's kind of throwing me off. This right would now. go well with a frittata. A frittata and a fresca. And a, and a fresca. fresca. <laughs> wow. In <laughs> France. In France. Oh my god. That was gosh. terrible. Can we can we edit that? Okay. Yeah, we'll, edit that out. We'll, yeah. Cut it, we'll cut that out. No, there's no viewer mail. I'm leaving your stupidity live viewer on mail. the air. We're going to Let's viewer go. mail. Ha. See, I knew I was right. <laughs> Mooch just said, well, Matt Richards just said, heck yeah, all day. All day. I knew it. Okay, how much? So, Matt, how much would you pay for those? He'll let us know in just a second. Well, don't, yeah, but don't <laughs> blow it because then she might put it out there and then he'll have to pay it. Okay. 
I, I don't want to see. see what he says. I don't All right, wanna, let's go to viewer okay, mail. We're going to viewer mail, and we have a message from Zachary Madison. And uh, he's been listening to the show for a little while, and he says, Hey, assholes, I see people posting the expression, long ashes instead of have a nice day. Does holding an ash longer mean that the cigar is better or made better? Does it matter at all? Uh, does the expression mean that you were hoping the guy is smoking a better cigar than perhaps he is? Does it take the place of have a nice day or just that you don't want the ash to fall on his shirt? He wants to know what that means. Long ashes. When someone says that to you in conversation. So a long ash on a cigar. Well, one, an ash obviously cools, keeps the, the, the smoke yep. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about ashes that, that may flake. It's all part of the construction. So right. a longer ash has a tendency to mean the construction's better. The, you know, it's, yep. it's bunched better. It's, it's, it's just a better constructed cigar. But I've purchased cigars that are $3 and cigars that are more, you know, $20, 30 mm-hmm. And sometimes the ash just falls off. So it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean price. Right. Uh, will guarantee a, a long ash, but typically a long ash just means it's a well-constructed cigar. Typically, yeah. that's how it goes. And uh, he also mentioned, he said, are there any other flavors other than cedar, earth, and pepper? <laughs> In this particular <laughs> Which cigar? I'm assuming is directed towards me. Yeah, well, he missed leather. He should yeah, have he said did miss leather. leather. Wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. Did he say leather? No. Cedar, spice, earth, and pepper. No, no, no leather. He did so, not mention the yes, leather. Yes, there's leather. Next the, question. <laughs> yeah, there is leather. I think there, there, there are different notes. But here's the thing with, with tasting notes is that the more uh, – we're, we're dumbing it down because we're ash holes to a degree. And yeah. the deeper you get into notes, the harder it is for people to pick that up. Right. Like Cigar Fijinano, when it first came out, I was in a shop. People were coming in with the craziest things. Mm-hmm. And I think I said it before, but there was this one guy that came into the store, and he was always like, oh, I'm looking for this black chair. He was mixing everything that he read into one cigar. Right, right. <laughs> you're, you're not going to find it. But he actually said this to, to Jorge Padron. <laughs> we, we were doing an event. He goes, he goes yeah, uh, Jorge, I, uh, I'm looking for this, uh, you know, uh, like buttery, leathery, uh, black cherry, currant. And he's like, he does the blank look on Jorge's face. He's like, man, it's just a cigar. Yeah, <laughs> like, just if you enjoy, it, you enjoy it. Yeah, but yeah. what I pick, you, you, we were talking about you one day. We're talking about uh, uh, driftwood. Mm-hmm. Yep, right. But if you say driftwood, Zach's not going to pick up driftwood. No. I'm not picking up driftwood, but no. a little saltiness. So right. yeah, we kind of keep it down to the you know the wood mm-hmm. notes, earthy, the, you know, the barnyard, basics. yeah, the, the basics. basics. Or maybe then, think about what kind of foods would go good with this. Like like this would go great with uh, lemon pepper wings. Lemon pepper wings. That okay. Lemon, lemon pepper chicken. Lemon basically. pepper chicken. Yeah. yeah. I've never had lemon pepper wings. I've had oh, a chicken. Oh, grilled lemon pepper wings, man. Those are They awesome. sound Lemon good. pepper oh. on a steak is really good. Lemon pepper is great lemon on a steak. Lemon pepper on this striped bass. This would go bass. great with that, too. Striped bass. Look, striped bass. Striped bass. Yes. <laughs> lemon pepper. Oh, All right. We got to stop that. this because I had ramen noodles for lunch again, again. and <laughs> that's where I'm at. This, so I am this, incredibly hungry. This does not pair well with ramen noodles. Nothing pairs well with ramen noodles. You know how much <laughs> salt is in that? It completely wrecks anything that you're trying to do for at least that the next hour. explains a lot. <sighs> but anyway. So um, I'm, I'm smoking the, uh, the Fratello Corona, as we you, all are, except for you. You're almost done. Uh, I'm almost done, but I had to take off the band. Yeah. It's, getting, it's getting to that point. It's getting to that right, point. You're I, afraid I'm, it was going to shoot I, out I don't there. Want, well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> fall. But here's another thing that, that Fratello did. Uh, Fratello, Omar, uh, did the design of the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very took unique. Him, took him a while. He wanted the design to be unique, and mm-hmm. it is. It's on an angle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, He's using bold letters um, on, on two different lines. But the angle of the band is uh, just like it. I like the artwork. And this is also good for when you take pictures because you know on some cigars how the name uh, wraps to each half of the circle of the cigar. Right. And when you're taking a picture of it, you can't really make out the entire name of it. What's up, Dwayne? Hey, Dwayne. But we uh, (laughs) – Bye, Dwayne. Bye. He's (laughs) locking himself in the VIP room. He hates us. Totally hates us. Not only does this have that angled look to it, which stands out uh, Mm -hmm. on the shelves, but it also has the name in very big letters, like you were saying, the Mm -hmm. bold letters. Um, And they are separated, frat, elo, and they're right on top of each other. Mm -hmm. So when you're taking a picture of that, it's unmistakable. You know what it is. Yeah. You know what it is. 
Because it, it says Fratello? There, there's a good reason. <laughs> That's good a education. great reason. But uh, I've always looked at this band, and I've Fratello, Fratello in Latin means wind beneath my wings. Are you making that up? Yes, I do. Okay. I yeah, I thought so, because we already earlier. talked about yeah, that earlier. It means brother. That's right. You <laughs> asshole. That's right. But I've always thought that this kind of reminded me of the, the – uh, uh, the, thing that's outside of barbershops, the barber pole. The barber pole. The barber pole. Yeah. That's what I think of when I see this, just because uh, it, it just has that kind of look to it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and then when you look at the Bianco, it is basically just a reverse color scheme of this with more white instead of the red. Right. So he keeps everything very uniform, and yep. they look good. It's very good. I'm yeah. digging it. No, good good design. And, and simple simple on the box. Yeah, the right. box is very simple. And the I like jeans. Nice. I like I like the uh, wood boxes with the original Fratello, and I like the white. How it kind of just pops out at you. Mm-hmm. And he also has these uh, huge, huge displays for retailers now that are these big white drawers that just totally take up. It, it's large and in charge. It's just totally right there. Yeah. Sorry, I talk with my hands, Dan. I'm almost hey, slapping you're you in the face. You're gonna knock me out of my. It looks chair like there. something that NASA would build. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like this space shuttle. Lots of white. Man, I got to give it to him. I got to give it to Omar because he to- he left that. He left NASA to work in cigars. That is that's one hell of that's we did one giant that, yes. step. <laughs> that's we could go all day <laughs> with could, these. Yeah, yes, we could. One small step for NASA, <laughs> one giant leap for cigar kind. Yes, I'm picking up a lot of cedar, a lot of wood. A lot of pepper. It's been it's been pretty co- it's been pretty consistent. The flavors yeah. really have not changed. Yeah. It's been it's been very nice. It's been very medium bodied, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's been it, unlike some of the cigars that we've we've had, where the, the taste has really kind of changed as you've gone through it. This has been very very much steady. It's been very enjoyable, but it's been very steady. Yeah, I'm not picking up anything new. No, and even even after all this talking. I'm just <laughs> barely halfway into it, and uh, it's still solid medium body. I did remove my band uh, just because I was fiddling with it while I was talking about it, and it fell off, but um, mm-hmm. still solid medium body for yeah. me. Yeah. I'll stay with the medium. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think that's good. Now, I, did, I did smoke another cigar earlier this week. I uh, figured I'd mention another one, but uh, Sober Mesa by Steve Saka. Oh, good which stuff. Which was the first one that he came out when he started his company, Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, family-owned business, and uh, he's planning to keep it that way. But uh, Sober Mesa was a, was a special cigar for me. I bought a box when it came out of the Coronas, and I still have half a box left. Uh, just a, a great little cigar. And he really took care uh, in blending this cigar. It comes out of Nicaragua. It's made at uh, Fabrica de Tobacos Hoy de Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Um, and it uses an Ecuadorian grade one Habano wrapper, uh, which has kind of this reddish hue when yeah. you look at it in the sunlight. Just a gorgeous, gorgeous wrapper. And the construction on it is phenomenal. And he went into so much detail. Like, I don't even want to read the list of different tobaccos that went into the filler for this cigar because it's um, it's very complex. Mm-hmm. Um, but he took a very long time in doing this. Uh, solid medium-bodied smoke, very similar to this. Uh, it has a nice sweetness, mm-hmm. and the construction of it is excellent. Every single one that I've smoked has smoked wonderfully. Uh, Hoya de Nicaragua, they've put out plenty of good stuff over the years, and... Uh, I'm glad that they paired up to do that cigar together for his very first release. Yeah, that's a great stick. I love those. Yep. It's a good stick. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's a good stick. I'm actually, uh, you know, we were talking about other notes. I'm picking up some salted uh, salted peanuts. So I get the saltiness. I get, can I, I get the peanuts. I, I well, can, you still need to smoke. You're, you're like a quarter of the I way know. through. Well, I smoke slow. We need a I'm whole other show man. for you. It's egg. a Corona. A Corona. <laughs> I, I take my time. I don't like to overheat my cigar. I can't even imagine what you taste smoking that fast. Because you're about you, fast. You, dude, you have like, you, you are way further. Five and a half by 46. Yeah. And I'm probably about two and a half inches in. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think you're two and a half and inches in. And Oliver has like. Yeah, but you're smoking the Toro. I know. I'm almost done. So, so really, Dan's smoking the fastest here. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah, way to go, Dan. I can't help her. 
Now, I, I want to try this because uh, on the Cigar Authority uh, page, there, Mr. Jonathan had written a article about whether or not the type of cut that you make on the cigar makes a difference in how fast it burns. So he took two identical cigars side by side. Mm-hmm. He punch cut one of them, mm-hmm. and he straight cut the other. Mm-hmm. And very interesting. What do you think happened? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing they happened. both smoked the same amount of time in the same amount of puffs. Yeah. It was very weird to see that because you would think that a smaller opening at the end of your cigar would make for a slower burning cigar, but that was not the case. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I, I would I don't know for and now you gave the answer, but when it's a smaller <laughs> when it's a smaller cut, I wouldn't think it was a, it would be a shorter smoke. My problem and and typically a problem with a, a smaller cut is you can have some tars build up, yeah. and that can make the cigar bitter. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you say tars build up, are you meaning the inside of the cigar? Do you mean like actually that come out of yeah, where the oils, you cut? The oils build up. They, they come out of the end of the cigar at for the end, you? At the end of the cigar. I have never once had that problem happen. What? Ever. Never. Ever has that ever happened to me. When you've punched? When I've no matter what kind of cut I've put on a cigar, I've never had any kind of tar build up leak out the end of the cigar. No, no, oh. not not. It doesn't leak out the end, but it's, it's not it's dripping. Supposed to, it's supposed to concentrate but, the oils yeah. as it comes through, so that you get a stronger. But smoke. when it happens, you'll know because you can touch the end of the cigar and you'll see a a, a black, dark brown tar at the end, and it becomes very bitter. So you you can fix that quickly by recutting, uh, cutting a little bit more off. But it, it's it's happened to me on more than one occasion. There was only one time where I was smoking a very cheap Garcia Vega, where that had, <laughs> it was pre-cut, had a little tiny hole at the end of it, Is there and I was smoking other it. Than and a it was very cheap Garcia Vega. It, yeah. it, it yeah. was, <laughs> it, and that happened to me, and um, but never ever with a premium cigar on a premium. It just happened. I had uh, just a, a sample blend the other day, and it, it happened. And there was a. There was a distinct tar on the end. You could even, you taste it mm-hmm. because it's bitter and it mm-hmm. tastes on your lips. But even when you, you tap it on your finger or just tap it on any surface, light surface, you'll see the tar. Really? Yeah. So you just have to watch the cut. Now, what kind of cut do you prefer? I'm a straight cut. I'm a straight cut myself. Yeah, me too. Now, I don't I know. do a lot of V-cuts. V-cut be- has become more popular. Yeah. I see a lot of V-cuts, but I, I don't, don't get I don't, it, though. I don't, I don't, it's uh, just, I, don't I know like it's just, it. I know it's preference. You know, there's nothing wrong with that or a bullet or however. Not on this show, damn it. But uh, <laughs> I just, I just don't, uh, I don't see, the, the V-cut to me just takes too much off the end. It ruins the cap. Uh, Always, with the, with the to, right V-cut, it cuts right, it, it, surprisingly, because you would think it would pinch it and it would break the cap, but. The right V cut, that's sharp. It cuts right through it. It's, it's yeah, nice. It, it does good, but after you smoke the cigar for an hour, then things start to get all wonky. Right, and you have to be careful because if you're so, if you V cut it, then sometimes it can close on you if you're mm-hmm. if you're a biter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, depending right. on how it is. Right. I just I really like no, the I, straight I go, cut. I, yeah, I go straight, straight cuts all day. Yep, that's typically how I go about mm-hmm. it too. I'll try a V cut once in a while. I'll try mm-hmm. a punch cut. I have one on my keychain for a long time, and it got lost, but straight cuts just... the rest of your keys get lost with it? No, luckily. Luckily, because that would have been screwed. I would have been screwed. Mm. Oh, there was was one time where I locked my keys in my trunk. That was was an awful day. It was the middle of winter. In your trunk? In my trunk, yeah. Yep, locked them right in the trunk. How did they get in the trunk? I was fishing something out. I, I, I was looking for something, and I just put my keys on top of the... On top of the spare tire cover, and I'm just digging through stuff and throwing things around, and I'm like, ah, whatever, I can't find it. And I grab the trunk, and as I am th- slamming it shut, the 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 neurons start going to my brain. Wait a minute, <laughs> start and then it, the, as soon as the, that, the, as soon as the, the that closed, <laughs> slight slight delay, slight delay, a very slight delay. So that was a that was a three hour wait for AAA during a snowstorm. I was rather upset. And you couldn't get in through the back seat. It was an nope. older car. Yeah. yeah that, oh, yeah, 84 Buick Regal. We're nice. talking old school. This thing was baby blue. Awesome. Baby blue. Almost uh, like Dan's shirt. Except baby blue. Except, Except uh, yeah, well, blue. I'm talking about the little stripes <laughs> on his shirt. <laughs> Look, I'm a little colorblind, okay? <laughs> I'm a little colorblind. And oh, that's, well. 
That Look. may be a great segue to talk about what we might smoke next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so it is. And there is a cigar. <laughs> there, what, hey, are you're trying to trick what, what are we smoking so next week? So next week, I would like us all to smoke a cigar that just hit our shelves here, uh, one that I've been um, kind of hoarding on, um, and that is the new uh, Oscar Habano. The new Oscar by Habano. Oscar Veladares, and uh, that is a very cool cigar. I know that they <laughs> recently smoked it on the Cigar Authority, but Ugh. I want us to give it a fair shake too. Yeah, you want yeah, us to I, rate it properly. Is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, basically with no Chinese pea pod flavor or anything like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. I'll tell you what. Yeah, uh, if we so say what Chinese, size, what size do you want to do? Let I, me guess. I, I want to do well. <laughs> See, there's a few. There, there's three sizes. There's, there's three the robusto. Sizes. There's the toro, and there's the the sixty ring gauge. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's do the robbie. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Do the robusto. I, yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. Robusto Oscar was, Habano. I was, I was gonna say we have because of our show and our format, we have a little different crowd that comes right. in. Yep. If we ever mention Japanese peapod as a taste, I think we. Get a shoe off the back of our head. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. And I think we'd lose. Uh, they're very of honest. They're a very honest yeah. crowd. Yeah, and, and they'll let us know when we're messing up. Have you yep. noticed they stayed this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they get did. Get up and leave. Well, Walter stayed. He has a tendency to leave. <laughs> <laughs> he, gets, he, gets, he gets fed up pretty quick. Yeah, um, I will not be on the show next week. You will no, not you won't. be on the show. I am next tra- week. As I said, I'm going to Houston. We're doing an event at uh, at Stogie's mm-hmm. right in Houston. I'm excited about that. And um, so next week. I would like to put in a bid for the cigar that we'll smoke the week when I come back. Okay, okay sure. And it's going to be blind. It's going to be blind. Oh. It's going to be a blind. Oh, wow. A blind taste. Okay. A blind taste. That, I am totally in for that. Now, are we going to be guessing where it's from yeah. and what it is? And what it is, what your thoughts are, so that there's no um, you know, preconceived thoughts about it. You can't say that uh, you, know, you can't smoke them before. We're going to try it here. We're going to see what happens, what your thoughts are, and then... I'll tell you what it is. Okay. All right. That's, that sounds, that's a that really good really idea. Interesting. Maybe we should just skip next week's show and go right to the next <laughs> We are not skipping a show. Next week is episode 13, and mm, episode 13. 13th the episode. Lucky number. Lucky number 13. Speaking of episode okay. 13, can we, can we touch on uh, Michelle, who's in Brazil, yeah, watching we can, this? Yeah, we can touch on she's that. She's watched the show. Yeah. I know she's a friend of yours. She, she mm. watches the show in all these different countries because she is in surfing competitions. Yep. This one brought her all the way out to Brazil, which is awesome. Yeah. That she's she gets in Rio to travel. right now. She's in Rio. And, and it, it shows the hard work that she's put in over the years. But right. um, how, did, how, did he, how did she get into surfing? Is that part of the family? Is that where, where is she from? It is. It is part of the family. Um, you know, she grew up, you know, between uh, actually Maine and, and Miami area. And uh, her dad um, is a big surfer. And he basically had her and her brothers and sisters surfing from a very young age. Um, what was it? I, Michelle will probably write in in a minute and let me know. But I think it was three or four when she started surfing. Wow. Now that wow. I think about it. She's been surfing for a long time. That's awesome. And um, just, just, it's been always something she wanted to do. And uh, last, last uh, fall, I think, she got, or, or a year ago, she got um, uh, uh, picked up for some the possibility of doing this and it's been a little Sponsors while but and everything this is her first series around and and right now in brazil in rio she's in first place that's awesome and surfing i've, I've never surfed i've been boogie boarding mm-hmm. and all that stuff but surfing <clears throat> much like streaking naked through the common must be be- very free yeah, three she was three when she started three but it must be uh, you, you hit a wave and it just mm-hmm. and, and you know you catch a wave it must be yeah, just a feeling. Yeah, a yeah sensation it's it's, it's fantastic. I've seen a few pictures that that her dad has taken while she's been doing these. It really, it really is awesome. You know, I gravity would totally take over with me if I were trying to surf. Are you saying because you're heavy? I would just. I'm dense. Oh. You know, you know, and, and just, you know, just just kind of. I'd get on the board, and the down. wave, the wave would sink, and right. you know, or I would sink <laughs> in the wave. More properly speaking, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm more built for tubing. <laughs> I'm more built for tubing than skiing. Any kind of skiing. You're, you're Snow more, skiing, water skiing, surfing, all that stuff. You're more of a mooring. No, no. I'm more of a, yeah. A mooring for a boat. Yeah. I would, you know, my kind of surfing is, is, you know. Internet. Is watching Michelle surf while I smoke a cigar on the beach. That's Look, my kind of looking, <laughs> being involved in surfing. Surfing. Well, looking for uh, used panties. Let's wrap up the, uh, the Fratello. 
Yep. Give it our give it our rating. I'm uh, I'm going a straight solid to the sky thumbs up. Yeah, me too. Yeah. This is this is very very enjoyable. Fantastic cigar. Yeah, I'm definitely going with a solid thumbs up on this. This is three thumbs up. Yeah, I, I've had these so many times yeah. and they never let me down. No, it's good. Every single one. It's good. Yep, but uh, we are finishing up, and you have been listening to the Ashholes live radio broadcast coming to you from the Sereno Sereno Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. And we will catch you back here next week. Be sure to check us out on theashholes.net. And you can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to use the hashtag... The Ashholes to be future, uh, featured in another show. Yes. And, uh, and tell us what you want us to smoke. Yeah. Yes. That, we want to hear your ideas. We might, we might pick one. Yeah. You never and know. if you use The Ashholes, mention us in the uh, at Two Guys. Right? If you if, buy some Fratellos, mention The Ashholes, we'll throw in a mug. Yep. We can definitely Fantastic. do that. Ashholes mug. Yep. Here All right, on. doll. We'll see you in Houston. All right. <laughs>